Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Middle, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm James. And we are continuing with our four-part episode of our favorite beers. Again, we recorded this all at once and thought that it would be one episode. <laughs> Little did we know. <laughs> how, how wrong we were. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you've listened to parts one and two, this will just pick up where part two left off. <laughs> Aren't you all excited? <laughs> Woohoo! I know I am. <laughs> Don't touch those. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, so here we go. Part three, favorite beers. (laughs) So, you know, there, there is, um, uh, there are, there are some other fruit beers that I know you and I have tried. Do tell. Heather Ale. Ah, but it's not a fruit. I've got that on my list too. (laughs) What about the elderberry? Okay. So now... Yeah. <laughs> so Jody's talking about the Williams Brothers Mixed Pack, which is, so earlier I think I described the beer as redheaded lesbian angels. Well, um, these are, yeah, th- this whole mixed pack is if you take lesbians of all nationalities, <laughs> but have lived in Scotland for 20 years. So they've got the Scottish culture. There you go. But they're miniaturized and they're dancing on your tongue. And having a pillow fight, maybe making out. I, I will not disagree with that. <laughs> um, so there, there were four. There's four in this pack. I've got them listed here if you, would, uh, if you want me to read them off. I would love to because I've only got Heather Ale listed. So um, yeah. there was the, uh, the Alba Scott's Pine Ale. So in, instead of the Sam Adams Spruce Ale that we both goofed up on in the other episode, um, this one actually is a Pine Ale. It um, is. And Alba, of course, is... Uh, name for Scotland. Yeah. Ebulum Elderberry Black Ale. And I think Elbulum. Elbulum. <sighs> Elbulum. That's the bunny. <laughs> this is an old term for elderberry, I think. That could be. Then there was the, uh, and, and this one I'm probably not, these next two I'm probably not going to pronounce right. The, the Heather Ale is the, uh, the Froak. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, that's, I'm not positive that's how it's pronounced, but yes. I, it's I F- F-R, yeah, F-R-A-O-C-H. I think I would say frog, like with a bit of an accent, but. That's probably closer. That doesn't make it right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the Grosette Gooseberry Wheat Ale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And those, those are, those are kind of hard to find though, aren't they? They are. I can occasionally find them in a mixed yeah. sort of specialty pack but yeah it's really yeah i can't find them down here at all i do know that the only time i know for sure i was able to get them was indiana i don't remember if that was something that i picked up one of the times i went up to uh, when you were in west virginia could have been because i know i picked up some in pennsylvania okay so maybe i might have gotten some there but i i know for sure um uh, big red liquors in bloomington indiana they had them ah excellent yeah, yeah, those. I, I do remember <laughs> that was the best liquor store ever. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. And yeah, those four beers, I I will have to say that those two that are the fruited ones, the elderberry and the gooseberry, they're all four of them are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the the have you ever had their fifth, the kelpie? No, no, I have not. Um, that's the one with seaweed, right? That's with seaweed, and much better than you would expect. You know. I tried one of the peanut butter beers and was actually surprised that it was, you know, not bad. I dig uh, peanut butter stouts and porters. Yeah. And I don't, um, 
I, and and I'll say this: I don't remember which brewery it is, but it is it is uh, a brewery in Alabama where I currently live. So uh, there's several that have put out peanut butter beers here in the last year or two, um, and I I don't remember which one it was, but it was it was good. Um, I was surprised; I mean, it didn't make my list, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, I did enjoy it. I, and I was you know like I said because that just to me that combination just didn't sound good. <laughs> But I thought, eh, everybody else is saying that's pretty good, so I'll try it. And I, I, I was surprised. Oh, you know, one of the things I may like about the Williams Brothers mix pack with the, the Kelpie and the Heather and the Elderberry and everything is What's that? history. Yeah. So that's actually in a historical pack. And yeah. these were beers that were supposedly, I mean, Heather Elves are a source of evidence mm-hmm. so i'm assuming they have evidence of the others too but uh, yeah whether they do or not but I, I dig the historical thing yeah i i've uh see i've had and i these these did not make my list but i have had some other historical ones that uh were from what some some older german or french recipes that i, I remember telling you about and i don't know if they made your list or not either and i i don't remember who, who they were by <laughs> Uh, but they're usually like in a 22-ounce bottle, too. They're usually a bigger, like a bomber. Most of mine don't make the list unless they're from the British Isles. Yeah. Or America. And it's not, it's because of the ale. I like ales over lagers. Right. Uh, I do, too. And uh, Although, well, I'll let you finish your thought there. Well, uh, just uh, one of the, the biggest German beers I do like, though, is the Dominator Doppelbach. Okay. okay. That one is wonderful. Um, who does that one? Well, I thought maybe Dominator's not the name of the brewery. I just know. Oh, okay. Yep, don't know. I'm assuming Dominator probably is not a name of the brewery after all. But <laughs> it should make it easy to find, though. Yeah. Um, if you want to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, because I, and the reason I'm going to let you look it up is because I was going to say, I, I'm like you. I'm not that big on lagers. But the ones that I do like are German. Uh, especially um, Polaner, uh, their original Munich premium lager and their premium Pils, uh, Pilsner is, is, a, is a type of lager. And also Pilsner Urkel, which is the original Pilsner um, in Pilsen. Um, where is that? It's not in Germany. Czech Republic? That sounds Somewhere. correct. Yeah, I'm fairly certain. I would not have come up with that on my own, but when you say it, I'm really certain it's the yeah. Czech Republic. It was it was good, but I, I didn't I didn't put it on my list. Uh, the like I said, the the Polaner, um, original Munich premium lager and their uh, pre- premium pills extra dry were were two that I liked. Um, but the one that I usually go to for a lager is uh, Vian Steffener. Uh, it's the oldest brewery in Germany. And I don't remember exactly how long it's been open, but it's been you know something like five five hundred years or so. Wow, they have a darker uh, one too, right? I think they do, but I, the only one I've really tried is their uh, premium lager, and uh, it's I, I'm I that and, and see, and that's why I'm not big on a lot of the American beer, at least on the American lagers, is because they they don't to me they don't compare to the to the German lagers, which were the the, the first ones. Um, I would agree with that. And the fact that I don't like lagers much to begin with doesn't help exactly. American counterparts. But yeah, yeah, if I would, I'd rather have one from Germany. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, and, well, I was, I was going to say, I've tried um, St. Pauli Girl, which is also a German lager, but I, that one actually did not as impress me as much as, as these others did. Yeah, I 
don't know if I've tried it. If I had, it did not stick out to me as being good or bad. Just yeah. And I've had I've had Grolsch. Uh, don't care for it. Yeah, I like I've, I've only I've only had it once. I, I like the bottle more than I like the beer. <laughs> I like the bottles. <laughs> <laughs> that that's another bottle I have actually kept over the years. But yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's just kind of the thing. That's I think it's and and I think if and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you're wrong. I think the American loggers, thank you. Uh, the American loggers, like like you know Budweiser and and Miller and all that stuff. I, I think don't they tend to use rice in the recipe? Some of them, do. I don't know how many do, but a lot of them do use a rice adjunct. Yeah, and to me, that is part of the problem that I have with those beers. I think that is what affects the flavor to the point that I don't want to drink it. Because in all honesty, the German lagers, they're not that strong tasting, but they have more of a flavor than what I've experienced from the American lagers. So. Yeah, I think that helps give the American lagers a bit of smoothness. Yeah, I, I see, I, th I think it is. I, I don't know, I'm not an expert on it, but just as a... As a beer geek, that to me is kind of what I, I think affects it. I guess another, uh, an actual, another lager that I actually did have on here, Upland Brewing out of uh, Bloomington, Indiana, uh, their, their Maybach Bavarian style lager. Was, it, was, it was pretty good. I, I put that on my list too. Huh. I've probably had it since I've had almost every Upland beer there is, but yeah. I, again, it's just, I don't know. Speaking of box. Yes. I did find it. I was okay. wrong. The Dominator Doppelbach is made by Sun King Brewing, which is a local brewery. And I have okay. had that fairly recently, which is why it's on my mind. But my favorite Doppelbach is the Ainger Celebrator Doppelbach. Is that the one with the goat? That's the one with the little goat pendant yes. thing that hangs down off the, yeah. Yes, that is, um, I, I still have one of the goat pendants. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've kept that. Um, yeah, I've had that. That That is, uh, it, it did not make my list, but that that is, I would say, probably the best Doppelbach I've had. It is uh, another good Doppelbach. Um, German restaurant in Indianapolis, blanking, but you and I went there with uh, our friend Don from high school a few oh, years ago. Oh, uh, Rathskeller. Rathskeller. Yeah. They had a Doppelbach on tap there. That was, I think it was actually theirs too. I don't know if they made it or where it came from. For all I know, it was a celebrator on tap because now it's been a while. But whatever was there, it was fantastic. Was that, was that the same? Why were you talking about the same night we went? Yes. Okay, yeah, because I don't remember either. Because that's been like 10 years. <laughs> it, it's, it's been a while. And be, between going there and going to McNiven's Scottish Pub and having a couple drinks. Yeah. You know. Eh, shout I, out to Don. Hey, Don. <laughs> yeah. And 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 that that's that's not Donnie we were talking about earlier. No, no, uh, a female Don. Yeah, we went to high school with her. Yeah. So I'm gonna jump back. <laughs> and speaking of historic beers, uh, I've got one more on my list, and okay. other well, one historic beer, and then I've got one other beer of note. Otherwise, I'll probably just jump in on whatever the hell you're talking about. Okay. Uh, so this is an old style beer. Yorkshire Stingo. And it's made by Sam Smith. So it's made by the same company that Jody was mentioning, the Imperial Stout earlier. Imperial Stout, yeah. Not uh, the Oatmeal also, Stout. Who also make a great, I love Oatmeal Stouts, and they make a great one. And Yes, they do. So the Yorkshire Stingo, Stingo is a very old style English beer from centuries ago. And Stingo is one of the, the terms they would use for a strong ale, kind of like a barley wine type of thing. You know, skull thumper. Stingo, yeah. and they, they had a bunch of ones, but uh, Sam Smith makes it once a year and puts it out and love that stuff. 
I may have to look for that because I can get Sam Smith stuff here. Yeah, I always forget. I think they put it out in the spring, but I'm not positive. Okay. So you just have to see when it's released because it goes away fairly quick. Hmm. Well, I, I did have a couple of others. That, one I know is um, is a historical one. It's ex extremely old. And that is Dogfish Heads Midas Touch. <laughs> yeah, that's old. Yeah, um, that is, it is based off of a recipe that, uh, or, or the, the recipe that came up with is based off of the spectral analysis of residue found in a drinking vessel found in a tomb in the, on the island of Crete, hence Midas Touch. Um, and it wasn't, I mean, it's not, I don't know. I mean, is, it, is that technically a beer? I guess technically it's a beer, but it's different than what most people would think of even as a, as a lager or, or an ale. Yeah, so it's made with grain, so it's a beer. I, I would maybe consider it sort of a braggot. Yeah, that may be a good way of thinking of it then. I thoroughly enjoy it. I don't buy it often, but I do, I do enjoy it. I like that. Uh, I've had it. It was good. Not enough to ever buy it again because it's a little pricey. It, yeah, it is, and that's probably why I don't buy buy much of it. Um, but uh, I I do enjoy it uh, when I do have it. Uh, another one that uh, I was going to mention that I I'm it's it's an it's been around for a while. This it's another Scottish beer made by a uh, Traquar House, the oh, Jacobite, hell. the Jacobite. The, it's Jacobite flavored ale. I forgot about Jaquare House. Crap. Yeah. And do uh, you remember what the ingredient is in that, James? Yeah, the tears of Bonnie Prince Charlie, right? Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> coriander. <laughs> uh, history nerds are laughing right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Because they, they, they've got another one I tried, but I, I thought, you know, uh, between the two of them, I always liked the, the Jacobite. Yeah, I did too a little bit. I did do the yeah. coriander. Yeah. Yeah. So, so oh, well, Jody's. Um, oh, did you find it? Okay. Well, no. Um, I. Well, now go ahead with yours. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of Scotland, while Jody's uh, looking at a, a couple things, I, I thought maybe we'll mention real quick that Scottish ales are one of my favorites too. So I love stouts and barley wines and everything, but yes. Scotch ales, fantastic, malty, malt forward. So they're not yes. as hoppy, but. And then they have different strengths that you have the lower, uh, what is it, 60 shilling Scottish ale, then the 70 shilling Scotch ale, and the 80 shilling wee heavy. It's, it's levels, and the shilling is the price uh, based on the old shilling method, but it's the alcohol content. So you can get a nice Scottish ale, which is light and refreshing, a Scotch ale, which is mid-range, which can be anywhere from like 5 to 7%. But then you get the wee heavies, which are sort of the Scottish Scotch ale equivalent of a barley wine, because you can get some really strong wee heavies. Yeah. Like a skull, skull splitter. Yes. Yes. A skull splitter almost made my list. Yeah. It's good. The first time I tried it, it took a while to try it again because I was kind of newish to, to craft beer and it is strong and alcohol heat heavy. Yes. But actually, I no, I, it's, it's what I was looking for. Um, I, one, I was double checking to make sure I didn't have anything else historical. Uh, but two, Bellhaven Brewery out of Scotland, their Scottish ale and their St. Andrew's ale are both awesome and this other one and i don't know you'd have to tell me because either way i wouldn't be able to get it down here McEwen's scotch ale uh, made by scottish courage i don't know i know they stopped importing it and then they started importing it again and i don't know where that's at right now 
Yeah, so um, just to, to go to Bellhavens, they actually do make a Wii Heavy also. That Bellhavens yes. makes all the levels of it, plus the St. Andrews. I can't find the Wii Heavy in the States, at least in the, the several states I kind of make it to on occasion. So that they used to, but it's sad that they don't. But yeah, the Q ones, I think they went out of business. Um, and that's why they stopped importing it. And then they sold the recipe and somebody else makes it now. I'm fairly okay. certain. And yeah. you can find it. It used to be my favorite. I took a whole case of that to a buddy's bachelor party and that's what I drank and nobody else wanted it. Was his. <laughs> so <laughs> I would have helped. <laughs> I know you would have. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, you can get it again. It doesn't quite taste the same. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You had found a, uh, you had picked up a six pack or a four, uh, no, it's a four pack. Four packs. It? Yeah. Yeah. You had, you had picked some up for me. Um, one of the last times I came up to visit and yeah, it, it, it didn't taste like I quite like I remembered it. It was still good. Well, it's like hostess when hostess went out of business a few years ago and they sold it and somebody else makes it now it's still good, but it yeah. just isn't quite what it was. No. And it's not old age. I'm not getting old and curmudgeonly. I don't mind that things change. I don't mind that right. something is just, and I like new things. Some things change for the better. Yeah. Not Hostess, not McEwen's. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh, what about Trappist ales? As far as European ales go, I do like Belgian and yeah. Trappist are really neat because you have to be a monastery and there are only a dozen of them or so. Yes. And most of them are in Belgian. Yeah. But there, I know there's one in the States. Um, yes, there is. I am trying to remember because I can picture the label and I cannot remember what the name of it is. And, and I honestly don't think I've tried it. Is, is it is, isn't it the one with like the cartoon drawing of the monk and he's raising up a pint glass or something? No idea. I have no idea where I can't find it here. I don't know if okay. you can find it anywhere outside of that state. I know it's more down your way towards the south, but I think it's more towards the coast. Okay. Well, if, it, if it's if it's the same one I'm thinking of, and like I said, I'm not entirely sure the one I'm thinking of is actually an American one. Yeah, then I know it's not made in Alabama. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, uh, yeah, the one I really liked was uh, Chimay. Yeah, Chimay the, the is good. Chimay Trappist Ales, and they they've got three, and I don't know which one I like the most. Um, they they've got the Grand Reserve, uh, the Premier, and the Triple. And I, I, I love all of them. Uh, but again, it's one of those things of it's a little expensive, so I don't get it very often. It's actually <laughs> been several years since I've had any of them, but yeah, same I, here. Yeah. I used to, even though the, the colors, because there's white, red, and blue. Yes. But I don't remember the order they go in, but they're, you know, different alcohol contents. I remember the yes. one that's middle of the road alcohol and none of them are low, but no. the middle of the road is my favorite. I'm thinking that's the premiere. That that sounds right, and I want to say it's the red. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Again, it's pricey, and now that there's this huge craft beer explosion, sorry, man, there are plenty of cheaper beers that are just as good. <laughs> yeah. What about a non-Trappist but Belgian? Like, do you have a so triples for some reason I don't care for. They tend to have this more spicy, peppery note that I don't like. Yeah. But doubles and quads, especially the quads you know, with the fig flavor. <laughs> I, I love those. Yeah, I don't think any have made my list, but I, I'm, I'm wanting to say that probably the ones that I've tried were, were good. But yeah, if I don't have them on my list right off the top of my head, I'm not, I don't remember what I've had. 
and I don't want to open my picture files up again. So <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I, yeah, I don't know if I could tell you a Belgian one offhand. I, there's a brewery, a couple breweries in Indianapolis that do Belgian style ales. So that's yeah. where, where I typically get them. But Taxman is one. They're really good. Not in Indy, but in Indiana. Um, chocolate ales. Well, I know I've had chocolate stouts. Yeah, chocolate like stout. Yeah, Young's uh, double chocolate. Yes, and that's what I was going to mention was the Young's <laughs> double chocolate. And and I have mentioned this before, Sonka, Sonka's pub. Irish Pub, Sonka's Irish Pub in, in Terre Haute, Indiana. They uh, they poured me one time, and I don't remember what they called it, but it was it was a uh, Young's double chocolate stout mixed with a Lindemann's raspberry lambic. And it tasted just like chocolate truffles. I mean, it it, it was awesome. I um, bet. I'm gonna have to remember that next time I'm there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to remember it next time I'm there. Because <laughs> usually I go in and go, yeah, hey, give me a Guinness. <laughs> and you can never go wrong with a Guinness. Oh, no, you cannot. And if you think you can, you're wrong. <laughs> I think Guinness may have been one of the very first non-loggery American macro beers uh-huh. uh, friend sam and i were out playing darts and we thought we'll get a pitcher and it was fantastic nice uh, the first time i had it was in california with uh friends rich and carl and we got a pitcher and i wasn't ready for it yet and none of us were none of us cared for it so yeah I, I was gonna say i think the first time i tried guinness i didn't care for it either and now it's one of my go-tos oh yes yeah. so my fridge right now has well normal guinness think i've got some of the extra uh, i've got there's a mix pack i got which has the american 200th anniversary the antwerpen uh, i think there might be another one in there too yes guinness <laughs> yeah my uh, another story with sam in it and beer now i can't remember what it was huh. oh well life goes on yes oh that was the first pumpkin ale i had i think i had Boy. a yeah, I went to BW3s with Sam, and he had already tried um, Blue Moon's Pumpkin Ale Harvest Moon. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that's that's not a bad one. No, so that was the first one I had. So, yeah. Okay. Kudos to hanging in there for all three <laughs> parts so far of the four-part trilogy, quadrigy. Uh, um, yeah, that. <laughs> um, thing. The four-part thing. <laughs> Uh, I, I'd saga. say hopefully you enjoyed it, but if you went through it this much, you you ooh, saga. Yes, <laughs> the saga of the drunk sons, all <laughs> sons, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Excuse me, as I have some whiskey and let Jody finish this. <laughs> if you've stuck with us this long, you've only got one more episode of our favorite beers to go. Part four should be coming up shortly. And you only have yourself to blame. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, I'm Jody. And I'm James. Later. (laughs) Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. Uh, There was something I was going to tell you. I don't remember what the fuck it was. That's that's helpful. <laughs> All right, so that was part two.
Say what? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> There's enough of a lag. I was asking if you wanted to just as you started. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to I was going to wing it off the top of my head. I've got something. Okay. Don't have to use it. Let's go. Okay. Well, let's see what it is. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> is it contagious <laughs> is what I'd like to know. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, wait. <laughs>